What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com. I cannot wait to introduce you to my guest today. This is Tina Marie St. Cyr. She's actually a friend of mine. I met her in February this past year in San Diego. It was actually, as we'll talk about, my last flight that I took before everything happened with this pandemic that we're in. But I met her at a copywriting seminar. And it turns out she understands chiropractic, so all sorts of great information today. But she is a coach. She's actually worked within the Tony Robbins group as well. But we're going to talk a lot about how we can help pivot, adapt in 2020, right? It's something we've all had to learn to do, become more resilient. She's going to share with you just some great information on what you can do to look within to become okay with what's happening. Because I think so often in our society, it is virtuous for us to give everything to everybody else, right? And we don't look at how amazing of an individual we actually are. We always think about how great everybody else is. And we kind of, you know, don't treat ourselves the best. She's going to share with you like why it's so important to just really love who you are. So you can find out more information about her at tinamarie.com. She also has a course that's called Sexy Mind, Sexy Life. And you can grab that download over there as well. But just really great information. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. 
Welcome back. I have an amazing guest, you guys, with me. I, you know what? This is my little thing. I always say I have an amazing guest. I think like if anybody took over my podcast as <laughs> some other way, they would know it wasn't me hosting. <laughs> All right. But folks here, I have got actually, this is somebody who's turned into a good friend. I met her Man, only maybe six months ago. Yeah. It feels like it's, I feel like I've known you for years. Yeah, soul sisters. <laughs> right? We, uh, we were at a seminar together in San Diego. And uh, this lady has so, her energy is amazing. And then I found out that she knows chiropractic really well too. So. <laughs> every day, every so, way. <laughs> Tina Marie St. Cyr, welcome to the show. Thank you and so I'm much, actually, Lisa. typically, I don't read bios, but I'm going to read your bio because <laughs> okay. it is so spectacular. So listen in, folks. She loves people. She loves seeing people crush their self-doubt and old painful stories locked in their minds. Her methods transform even the worst cases of anxiety, depression, fear, and pain into aliveness, growth, and connection. Her journey is one of a warrior who overcame heartbreak, setback, and the deepest losses. We can all share in a piece of her story for it is the hero's journey in all of us from sitting at the helm of a $10 million firm to wondering if she even wanted to live anymore and now leading a powerhouse coaching firm that spans the globe. Tina Marie shares her secrets to developing your truest self and building a life of authentic, powerful love. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Thank you. Yeah, I, I do love people, Lisa. You know, it, it's funny. I'm an introvert. By nature, went That's through all. Why we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> went through all the tests trying to fix myself. I was like, I'm a broken extrovert. You know, being raised in a culture where you're supposed to be more outward facing, and my time. I remember growing up, I I loved you know just diving into books, and you would find me in my room thinking and writing poetry, things like that. But I didn't want to play with the kids in the neighborhood. I my parents basically forced me to have a social life. Even as I grew up, I am more those mindful type conversations of philosophy and theory. I mean, I just had one this morning with my spouse and it just she's so great because she entertains my, hey, can I ask you a question? <laughs> we just go down this, this beautiful dynamic of human philosophy and thought because, you know, introverts are not good with the mundane question of, so what do you live? What do you do? Who cares? Right. We, we want to have those, those meaningful substance questions that can possibly evolve our soul and, and connect with the higher order of, of things. Right. Yeah. So and yeah. that's why, like, I never would have guessed that you were an introvert. I, I yeah. let me tell you, sir. So I have, to, so as a CEO of a, of a large firm, I'm to go accept awards for things or go to these networking, big, conferences, you know, that have you go into these big ballrooms where they have all these stand-up tables where you're supposed to go get a drink, get a ticket and go mingle. So there was one here in the Houston area that I was uh, going to receive an award at. And I was like, what time's the award? Can I just go in, get it and leave? Right? No, they want you to be there for the whole shebang and you don't really know the not timing of anything. So I'm in this big hotel. I don't even like parking in the big garages. And then I'm like, the anxiety just grows. And I go up the elevator and supposedly you're supposed to have chit chat with people because you can tell they're all going to the same place. And then I get off and there's these huge doors for this ballroom. And you can look inside and you go, OMG, there's like 500 people in there. <laughs> and my, my anxiety literally is just raising. I could like, I'm thinking I'm going to have a heart attack. And so I find an excuse to do what? 
go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I'm getting myself composed. Like, do I really have to do this? You know, they could just mail me the thing. It doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> can I have somebody else do this? Who can I call? So I get myself out of the bathroom and I go through the doors. Literally, I wish somebody was filming this because this was me. I go through the doors. I'm in there. I'm breathing, breathing, breathing. I see all the people. There was this person who was approaching me because they're going to give me some kind of gift bag of stuff. And I'm thinking you're going to try and sell me something. I don't want this. And then I'm like, oh, and I smiled. And I literally walked out the other double doors. <laughs> I'm like, Tina Ray, you've got to go in there. You've got to do this. So I just share that because anxiety is real whenever you're an introvert and there's that many people. Oh my God. It's just so much. It's real. It's a real thing. Like I'm getting anxious listening to you say that, go through that because that's the thing people always say it to me. There's no way that you're an introvert. And I'm like, Oh, I am. I force myself out right out Mm -hmm. of my shell every single day. And Mm -hmm. I laugh. Like I never, I was so shy in school. Like I didn't come out of my shell until my junior year of high school. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point, and seriously, then I went off to college. I did the same thing, didn't come out of my shell until my junior year of college. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that sucks. I just lost how many years of my life. And mm-hmm. I remember consciously going into grad school thinking, you don't know a single soul here. You don't know anybody in the whole state. Like I had moved mm-hmm. states, right? I'm like, I could go through and lose the next two years of my life and not talk to anybody again, or I'm going to force myself to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, but even, I mean, Sitting down with new patients every single day. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Like, <laughs> have a little pep talk. <laughs> and I'm Dark a coach, place. right? I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, whenever we get to meaningful conversations, when we get to something that has substance and it's not just the mundane, you know, um, surface level mm-hmm. existence of life, I'm totally in for that. Totally in for that. And so there's a question that I ask, or I have my clients, and I use this too, that shifts it. And I had to use my own power tools whenever I went into that conference that I was talking to you about, because I'm like, okay, you got to get in here. Come on, Chica. <laughs> I have to get the award. <laughs> and I did it. I did it. And I won. Okay, did it. Check mark. However, here's a question, and you could be that oddball. I mean, introverts, we already know we're oddballs. It's okay. Um, and so an oddball question that I have people ask is you go up and you meet somebody and instead of asking, so what do you do? Cause who cares? Um, this is what you ask. <laughs> so what do you want to be known for in the world? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Another one is, are you currently living your dream or on your path toward it? That's huge right? It's a whole different perspective on how to engage conversation with people. And I remember this one gentleman, he, he, I asked him, what do you want to be known for in the world? And he goes, well, there's a icebreaker. And I said, yes. And, <laughs> and he goes, I, I guess I want to be a kind person. I want to be known as being, yeah, I think he said gracious. Oh. And I said, awesome. So do you think you're, you're known as being gracious now? And that led to what do you truly do? Not what do you do, but what do you truly do in the world as opposed to our, you know, monikers or our labels or our degrees or what area of town we live in or what car we drive or things like that. And so I ask these, yes, they're oddball, yet people want to have conversation with you whenever that's happening. They don't want to leave the conversation because now it's something that can transform their lives and yours as well. Oh, that's so huge. And I think it's one of those things that in this time period of this year of 2020 mm-hmm. as we're going into that last quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, home stretch. <laughs> home stretch. <laughs> I know, right? 
I've been like innately ready on 2020. Kind of thought that December 31st we're going to turn, we're going to wake up on the the first of January and go, "Whew, that was something." I don't think it's going to end that way. I know, right? Like (laughs) that's it's so it's all of us. We're all. I'm just like, can I like everyone? I know, whatever it is, what it is. But we've got so much different depression, anxiety, all sorts of things that everybody, even those that never experienced stuff before, we're all seeing it. Like, yeah. So it's been quite the year. So you've got a couple different, I mean, you coach people every single day. Um, Mm -hmm. You have a whole team that you're having them coach people. Yeah. I have a a great team of of certified coaches. I love them all. So so let's, let's deep dive in. Like we just, Mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll let them all know. We just recorded for a summit for a women's Mm -hmm. summit, Yeah. but what we shared, it was so powerful and so amazing there, but it's so beneficial, not just for women. I mean, let's deep dive into all of it. Yeah. We, you know, the one thing we teach in our, in our curriculum, I guess, our structure, it's called bonfire coaching. That's the name of the, the company is an above the line or a below the line version of thinking. And that, that goes into language and conversations and decisions and things of that nature. And uh, below the line is that survival mind that we have. It's the reptilian brain that is always on guard. It's always there. We can't get rid of it. Yet its main want is certainty and certainty equals safety, you know, because we want to be safe. And here we are in a a year where a lot of safety is being challenged, both physically and economically, things of that nature. So safety becomes our number one human need. Can't get rid of that. However, if we focus on certainty and safety as a mainstay for our thinking and our decision making, we are going to feel stuck we will not feel fulfilled. It just simply cannot happen. There's not enough energy there. And you, you learn this from chiropractic. If people are subluxated and, and they're in that inner, in the energy depletion of their physical being, their nervous system, which impacts their emotional centers, it impacts every area of their life. They don't have enough energy to make higher order decisions, right? Mm-hmm. The other lower mind trap that happens is significance. People wanting to have importance. And we even hear people say, am I living my life purpose? At the very beginning of that question, we can think it's an empowered question. When we dive into it and start dismantling it, we're going to learn that am I living my life purpose is a very disempowering question because it, it will never be good enough. Mm-hmm. If you compare yourself to anybody else's purpose or seek that answer outside of yourself, you're not going to feel fulfilled in it. It's just going to be a black hole. And that's painful. Oh, so what we do with the method is we go from lower mind to higher mind. Higher mind is where we seek to have true love and connection. And yes, we're in a pandemic. However, that does not mean you cannot connect with yourself and others. We just need to get a little bit more resourceful in how it happens. Right. And so, love and connection above the line is this amazing energy source of aliveness, fascination, and wonder where we become more of ourselves. And then the next level is growth. If we are not busy growing, as Bob Dylan said, we're busy dying. And so we need to have a strong growth game. And I don't care if you're 90 or 100, you're going to want to learn something new. You're going to want to apply that. You're going to have this, again, fascination with life and living. If you're breathing, you're growing. You have the opportunity to, at least. Many people only grow when they're pushed to. And that's called pain. Mm-hmm. And the human experience will give you lots of reasons to grow if you want the trauma to push you out of your little nest. We get to choose. And so above the line is 
love and connection growth, and then the highest order of being for all humans is contribution. When we get outside of ourselves and stop thinking about what I need, what is my story, what is my title, what is my degree, what is my whatever, when we get outside of telling that sad story, it is a sad, draining story, never fulfilling, and we start telling the story of how can I help you? What can we do together? Together, what can we create? And that has this amazing resonance of soul that once we dive into it, I just got chills. When we dive into it, freaking magic happens. We can't stop it. It unfolds. And it's like, if you, if anybody visited our offices every single day, this team is together. We are in an energy rich popcorning creation, like, um, supernova, man. And it is so fun. And the people that we coach they they, they will, if you're wanting a career, a new career, they'll get that career in like two weeks. Like, wow, how'd that happen? Because of the energy state, the energy state that you're now becoming part of, that's where everything finds you. That's a whole law of attraction, the secret Mm -hmm. stuff that we studied, what, 20 years ago? Right. And so all it is, is a shift of the mind. We are the commanders of this mind. We are. And sometimes we get lazy and we're tired and we're like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to create anything today. I just want to tell a sad story. You know? Yeah. You can look at the rain or you can look at the sunshine. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's awesome. I love the choice. That's, and, and it's being aware and conscious that we have that choice. Yeah. And if I want to <laughs> poo-poo my day, if I want to poo-poo my day, I could choose to poo-poo my day. I go, I am at the helm of this mind right now that is telling the sad story and I know it. <laughs> Some people have chosen to poo-poo the entire year. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> well, we twenty <laughs> has been probably one of the most remarkable years of my life. Yeah. That's I, amazing. It's just things are unfolding. We're making more money than we ever have. We've expanded more than we've ever had. People are calling us and wanting more than they've ever called before. And things are getting done like effortlessly. And it's, you know, I could put the brakes on because there's a part of me going, oh, we're moving too fast, right? (laughs) It's that part of me going, I'm not in control of this ship anymore. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going, well, why do I want to be in control of the ship? Didn't you want to not be in control of the ship? Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't want to be in control of the ship. Okay. I'll just let it go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Am I the only one that has this voice in the head? Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) I hear you. And it's been so amazing. Like for me, what I've loved about 2020 is that it has caused me to slow down. And it's been so amazing. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Oh my goodness, right? Like I used to be like I used to be on an airplane every single weekend. And actually the oh. last time I was on an airplane was um that San Diego, San Diego trip that we were at. Yeah. And so it has been so amazing to me to really realize the priorities in my life. Right. And I don't know if I'm ever gonna go back to traveling that crazy again. Right. Mm-hmm. I've learned what to say yes to and what to say no to. How about that? I will travel but for myself. You're slowing down on that decision. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because I do. Cool. I love traveling, but I need to just, yeah. what I was doing was exhausting, purely yeah. exhausting. Yeah. So it's been so interesting that way. And then it's been so cool to see how the universe have brought certain people into my life. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's been so neat that way. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, it is. There's so many blessings within 2020, even though we could sit here and look at it and be like, oh my gosh, and then there's this and this and this. But again, like you said, it's a story. 
It is a so. story. What stories do we want to tell ourselves? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I've studied uh, Tony Robbins, love him, great guy. You know, whenever we high five, his hand is literally. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting high five by tone because it's like, wow, I'm little. <laughs> but, um, he says that the quality of our life is the sum of the stories we tell ourselves and the meaning we give them. And the meaning we talk. And the meaning we give them, because we can give it meaning where we're meeting our needs in a very negative way, or we can give it meaning, we can tell the same story in a different perspective and go, wow, this is evolving me. Mm-hmm. This is allowing me to flourish. This is allowing me to know myself. Like you're saying, 2020 yeah. slowed you down, yeah. right? And it has. It's been, and I, I now feel, do you do this? I now feel that rush, that haste in a whole different level. Mm-hmm. And it's because not it's there, um, right? Yeah. Oh goodness, I know it's been. Yeah, it's one of like, and I can't believe I used to think it was fine to live that way. I hate to say it was that, normal, right? Like, right? It was normal. It was it's just expected. what I knew. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel that haste, like that part of me that I, mm-hmm. I swear it's almost like a. It feels like I've taken a drug. Mm-hmm. Like if I feel that. Oh my God, you got to do this today. And you got to do this today. I mean, I had that this morning wanting to come into my mind. It did. It met me when I woke up and it said, okay, this is, this is, this is, this. And it's almost like a, an assistant. That's like the uh, Nazi assistant. <laughs> and I was looking at her going, oh, hello. I just woke up. What are you doing? <laughs> and um, I slowed her down because she needed to take a pill. All right. She had way <laughs> too much caffeine in her brain. So. I now see that and I recognize it. It's like my nervous system is literally, it's like I got a shot of a drug and I'm like, and what slows me down is going, what's real right now? What's real right now? And I listened to my dog sighing. I listened. I I felt the, the gravity and the weight of the blankets on my skin. I felt the, um, just the, the sense of the room. I took everything down to the right now, second by second moment. And that allowed my mind to recover itself and to come back out of that. Cause it's like an addictive, crazy process that just wanted to hijack me. Mm-hmm. And if I looked in that direction long enough, you know, you're on the train and it's going. <laughs> so how do you get off that train? You got to jump. Mm-hmm. And just present moment. I was driving my convertible one day. This was a beautiful morning. It's like those times in life where something grabs you and it lets you see into like the matrix of life. Like I believe the matrix is real. But it like it 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 brought me into this like everything slowed down. So I'm on this beautiful drive in Houston, Texas with these beautiful trees. And I always try to take the the most beautiful way to work I can find. And I had my top down on my convertible. And at this moment, this bird flies over my car. And I see it coming and it flies over my car. And it must have been eh, maybe 15, 20 feet above me. But I swear to God, we became one. I could feel its heart beating. I could hear its wings. Everything slowed down. And I could feel its entire soul. And then it sped back up and it went. And I was like, I was like, I "I want more of that. But the universe gives me moments like that to remember stillness. It gives me moments like that to remember 
that's the truth of life. And you need to reach for it. It's not going to be given to you all the time. You need to reach for it and make it a discipline. And then this beautiful year, every moment we're having right now is absolutely fulfilled with beauty and love. We get to choose it. I don't care if somebody's an angry customer yelling at me about something. I'm literally, this is me. I'm funny. So all my customers that are listening to this are going to go, is that what you've been doing? <laughs> if, they, if they come in and they're not happy, and then we rarely get that, rarely get that. If you get an angry customer or not so happy customer, if that happens, right? What I do whenever they're looking at me, I'm just sending them so much love. I mean, like sincerely, like waterfalls of love inside in them and I'm looking at them like you are such a precious soul I love you so much oh my god and like something changes in their physical structure whenever you're doing that and and then I'll go like I'm sorry I wasn't here for just a second what did you say and then I'll go I don't even know what am I saying I don't know okay but the moment of anger passes the moment of that instability of anxiousness or anger or frustration passes because love is the substance that connects every single one of us like a beautiful web. So right. you guys practice it, practice yeah. loving more and laughing more and sending love more and being kind more and courageous more and just see where life takes you. I think right. it's, I think it's the journey we're all on. I think we're in a big old pinball game and we're supposed to be loving every time the ball hits the ping, you know, <laughs> And then see what actually happens. Get your score up on the pinball machine. <laughs> love. Let's give them some suggestions on how, because I think that's every single person. Mm -hmm. um, like we just said, even in the, in the summit recording, where I think especially, you know, as women, but we, I know we have men listening to mm -hmm. this too, but it's virtuous for us to give 100% to everybody else and to not do anything for ourselves, right? All right. Mm -hmm. Whether we're loving ourselves or not, or it's an arrogant thing to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be culturally deemed that way. Right. That if we say how awesome we are at something, that you're conceited now. Yeah. And how can you possibly talk that way? I think we need to. We need to own our gifts. That's the soul's calling. We're either going to own our gifts and have self love and self trust and self respect and that growth. Or we're going to deny our gifts and want other people to recognize them first. And then that gives us some kind of permission to be great. Um, it's, it's a double-edged sword that will never feel good. Right. So right. most people I know will own their gifts or appreciate themselves or love themselves in the quietness of their own mind. It's not as easy to reach and say, this is what I'm great at. This is what I'm good at. This is what I'm developing. This is what I love about myself. Now you can, and maybe in certain circles in your own, you know, you know, we have a mastermind that we're part of, which is awesome. And if you have a team or if you have a cohort of friends, you know, go around and, and give each other permission to own your greatness. Say, what are three things you absolutely love about yourself? And let me feel that love that you have for yourself. Give people permission to really go deep and own that. And then we don't even need to congratulate them for it. We just need to sit in the stillness of their own self-love. Because when we give something into that space, it's almost like we're attaching our energy to it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my, my son, whenever he was little, he would bring home these amazing works of art. Like when I was little and they gave me a piece of paper to go draw something, <laughs> I would draw the house and the bird and the clouds and maybe a little car in the driveway. But 99% of that paper was white. 
it was because it came to me as white. I just drew something on the white, right? He would draw. He would use every inch, every millimeter of that paper. So if it was a blue sky, it was a blue sky. And if it was a white cloud, it was a white cloud. He used every inch. I'm like, God, that is he has patience, right? And so he'd bring it home and he'd go, you know, they want to have pride in what they're producing. We all do. And he would show it to me. And something, I don't know, maybe it was my mother's teaching of me whenever I was younger, I carried this on. But instead of saying, wow, that's amazing. Oh, I love this. Instead of doing that, I would say, wow, Michael, what do you think about this? You created this. Tell me what you feel. And I would have him tell me what he felt of his creation and how he perceived himself from what he did. And I'd ask him, what, what had you do this or choose this? And he would tell me the story of his creation. And I'd go, that is awesome. How do you feel about yourself? And he would give me the words. I, I love that I did this. I'm proud of this. I think I did a really great job. And I just high five him. That's so awesome. I wouldn't put my perspective of my impression of him in his own perspective of himself. And we need to give ourselves that permission to do that. Mm-hmm. Even as adults, we can rewire, rewire ourselves. And maybe it's it's finding that small cohort to say, here, I'd like to share who I am and what I am and how I am and how I regard myself. And we heal each other through our own stories without embedding, fixing each other, right? I don't think we need to fix each other. That's not really necessary right now. We simply need to have a healthy space to endeavor into our own journey even more and have the courage to do so without thinking we're going to be compared or fixed or not good enough or judged, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's an adventure. It is, right? And um, especially as people are trying to learn to adapt and pivot throughout this year, Mm -hmm. it's also taking care of ourselves and realizing our own greatness. (laughs) Yeah. Our adaptability, our resilience, you know? That's, oh, I love it. Like that resilience is the huge word. I love that for this year. That's uh, because we're all learning to shine. And the work you do in the world helps everybody become resilient. And so I know you're a a blessed chiropractor. I love chiropractic. And as chiropractic, Practors. I'm not a chiropractor, but I know chiropractors yeah. and uh, married to one that you know that it's the person coming to the table to allow themselves to have that experience for themselves. And it's you're a, an instrument within that. However, it's the divine that's allowing that to unfurl. And that's what we all are with each other. We are an instrument and a, a receptor of it. We're simply watching the dance unfold. And um uh, I, you know, give kudos to all your patients that come and allow themselves to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And if they don't, if they're listening and they don't have a chiropractor, they absolutely need to find a chiropractor Mm -hmm. for sure. Anything else you want to share with the audience today? Uh, Love yourself and spread that love in the world. Smile more. Right. helps. And tell them where they can find more information about you. You're so sweet. Um, TinaMarie.com is the, is the me version of that thing out there in the digital well realm. And then Bonfire Coaching is the company that we have a beautiful cohort of amazing coaches worldwide. Wonderful. So, there you go. Thank you. Thank so much. you so much. It's been a fun time as always. Yes. With you. Oh, it, I just love everybody's expertise and in all different aspects here. I really like to help people is people are struggling right now. Yeah. Everybody's struggling. And so thank you for the nuggets of information. Thank you, Lisa.
content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.